whenever my world falls apart I never lose hope or lose heart Whatever the form of the storm that may brew Not with you to lean on, darlings, you Hello and welcome to The Original Cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn. When Doug Wilder was here talking about No Way to Treat a Lady, we talked over and over again about dark comedy. So I've edited all those bits together into something resembling a coherent conversation, which we join already in progress. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's a, it is a dark show, darkly comedic kind right, of show. Yeah. Um, My favorite. And your favorite? Dark comedy with a happy ending. That's your favorite comedy? Yeah, I think so. Dark, yeah. Okay. What else is a dark comedy with a happy ending? I don't know. <laughs> Birdman? Like a, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It's fun. Dark comedies are hard. Yeah. And I always find that, like, I remember, this is uh, this is going to be a, a weird pull. When I was in college, I worked for the newspaper. We used, because I was very popular. We used to, um, <laughs> we used to get free tickets to movies to do reviews. We were on the press list. And I went to see Death to Smoochie. Oh, yeah. And my friend and I that I went, Brian Mulliken and I went, we laughed harder than I've, like, from beginning, like, not since I'd seen The Big Lebowski had I laughed that hard at a movie. And we walked out of there being like, this movie's going to be huge. This right. is great. I wrote a great review of it. And then it be- it's Death to Smoochie. Like, it's a huge flop. It's widely right. panned. And that made me kind of go, oh, people don't like dark comedy. No. That's interesting. And they really don't. Like, And Danny DeVito's made a few as a director. Um Duplex is less successful than War of the Roses, which was his first kind of dark comedy. What's the one with all the like uh, the beauty queens that he did? Was that he did that one? Death Drop Dead Gorgeous. You Drop Dead Gorgeous. No, that's um, Michael Patrick Jan from the uh, from the state did that one. All right, cut that out. Also, I don't want to see that. (laughs) Um, Also, a mockumentary with Amy Adams. Um, That might be wrong. I'll cut it out. The uh, now you got to leave it in now. Now I got to leave it in now, right? Because now it's funny. Now it's terrible, right? Well, now that I've made a mistake, it's funny, right? That's where it goes. <laughs> Bigger than yours. So, yeah, dark comedy's hard. People don't yeah. like that. I love it. I absolutely love dark comedy. Yeah, I think that that's the best kind of comedy. I mean, in fact, I always, like, sort of hate hospital shows. Because mm. uh, my, my mom is an emergency room nurse, and she's been in the emergency room for 40 years or oh, 30 wow. years now. Uh, when I was in college, like, one of my many part-time jobs that I sort of had to get through was working in the emergency room. Oh, God. And it was one of the funniest... Yeah. Like times of my life. But the humor was real dark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like people were making fun of a lot of things that and just to get by. Well, yeah, know, like that's the, a, the there's a really great episode of Scrubs, which I'll play the clip from here because I have those DVDs um, where do you watch Scrubs. Yeah. OK, so uh, Turk, the character, the younger doctor, um, makes a joke about somebody who dies and then an older doctor calls him out on it in mm-hmm. a funny way. And the guy feels really bad and he has to atone for it. And the older doctor keeps tormenting him because it's a comedy. He keeps torturing him and torturing him. But then at the end, because it's heartfelt, he takes him to a room where he's like, somebody's telling, uh, one of the odd doctors is telling somebody that, a family, that somebody's died. Turn around. Turn around. You see Dr. Wen in there? He's explaining to that family that something went wrong and that the patient died. He's going to tell them what happened. He's going to say he's sorry. And then he's going back to work. You think anybody else in that room's going back to work today? That is why we distance ourselves. That's why we make jokes. We don't do it because it's fun. We do it so we can get by. And sometimes because it's fun. 
but mostly it's the getting by thing. Or mash, mash. Right, exactly. Mash is a great one. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God, right. With mash. the I love mash too. God, and that's yeah. That and that it, it's that. Yeah, mash. The movie has a lot of great moments of mm. of dark, dark comedy and the sort of the insanity that those things can bring to you, which is, I mean, that's that's life to me, and like life is kind of a dark comedy in a lot of yeah. ways. I did that um, play in tenth grade, the mash. Oh, did you? Mash movie play. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I have never. So I got to. If you have. Do you have the script by any chance? I think I do, actually. Do I think I my would, mom has it like pinned to my wall in my old bedroom. I would love to. I can't find it. I have the novel. <laughs> I have the movie. And I have all. I love the TV show. I have all the episodes of the TV show. I have known that there's this play. Several people told me, like my father's friends, who was like, oh, yeah, I played Hawkeye Pierce in college. Right, yeah. and I was like, where is this play? I can't find it anywhere that there's a play version of this of the film. Oh, man, it's ridiculous. Because the, fi- the, the film bears little to no resemblance to the book, and the TV show bears little to no resemblance to the film. So right, I'm really yeah. interested to read the play and see like what, what version of it. It's pretty close to the movie. It's pretty close to the movie. Yeah. It's a sort of, yeah, because the movie's like, it has a screenplay that won an Oscar, and right. barely a word of that screenplay ended up in the film at all the film is mostly improvised i wonder what makes people hate or not i mean hate just like dislike kind of passively dislike dark comedy so much i wonder what you think about like what do you have some thoughts on that uh i don't know it's sort of like the um you know you want to think of art as as tragedy right Mm -hmm. like it like and, and tragedy always has to be a really noble figure who falls right Mm -hmm. and when you put people who are ennoble in front of you know in front of people then i think people are see too much of themselves reflected in it you know we all i mean we're all sinners right that's right. The, the the that's kind of the point that's how the catholic church keeps me coming back right uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> you sinned please come back right we're all sinners we're you all know sinners, like yeah. we all, and and facing our own insecurity i mean it's the same reason we're all so adamant about hating people who have our flaws mm mm-hmm. mhm you know, oh yeah right like yeah, when you yeah. see a dark comedy you're watching people with obvious obvious flaws mm-hmm. and and a lot of times the same ones we have yeah and so we don't like them instantly mm-hmm. right we can't see the kinship with them we're trying to build a barrier between ourselves and them because they remind us too much of ourselves that's interesting 40 year old virgin who's that right you know like yeah who's who's a 40 year old virgin right this this guy and you know, I probably like forty percent of the population. Well, I was gonna say, like, it's probably a lot, but like, yeah, you know, but like, no, no people who are like, I don't know any forty-year-old virgins. Well, not you know? who don't. I mean, not. I shouldn't say don't want to be, but like, haven't like the the way he gets to be yeah. forty without having sex is pretty contrived. And I think. so, right, you yeah. can't you can't see yourself in him, right? You know, you see in a you know in a really generic way, you see his his you know desire for affection sort of grow in the story right you see it's like the, the garden of eden right mm-hmm. okay adam stop tending the garden there's a woman here now you can talk to somebody right, right? like that's sort of <laughs> i mean in that way you can really identify with that character mm-hmm. yeah but you can't you don't see in him all, all the flaws that you have right you know and so you're able to embrace him yeah and, um, la- and laugh at him. I mean, you're sort of emotionally re- right, removed yeah. for a little bit, which might be one of people get uncomfortable about dark comedy because you do start out laughing at, and then if it gets too real, you kind of can go, oh, right know about this. Yeah. I, I don't like this. I and see myself in this. I wonder how much of it always is, as somebody who teaches film, like how much of it is the fact that we don't like, we tend not to like, audiences tend not to like, I should say, m- movies that cross genres 
mm-hmm. hard. Like we like blending of genres, but like there's such a fine line, as you know, right, between comedy and horror. <laughs> or that Get Out is like walking perfectly. Well, right, know? exactly right. And it is this thing of like, it, it's all the same thing. It's tension and release. And yeah. in comedy, it's tension and then laughter. And in, in, in horror, it's tension and then killing. Like right. that's the release. It's the same kind of bit. We're setups and it's all set up and payoff. Right. Once somebody gets murdered, you're not afraid for them anymore. Right. And that's, <laughs> right. Because they're, they're not there. And that's, and that's always where like movies like Heather's, American Psycho, oh, yeah. like and really toy with, this line of like literal murder yeah. and comedy. Mm-hmm. And I think it makes people unbelievably uncomfortable because they want to put those two things into two very separate neat boxes. And the horror movie can be funny, but it has to be like scream. Yeah. Where like eventually, right. it, eventually it becomes a horror movie. Like the end of scream is a straight horror movie. The last 20 minutes of that mm-hmm. movie, it never blurs the line. Like the, the killings stop being funny. It becomes very real. And so, oh, we go, that's a horror movie. It still gets to fit firmly in that jar. And same thing with like a comedy horror where like eventually it's just going to surrender to comedy. Right. Romantic comedies eventually are going to surrender to the romance. Like yep. a comedy eventually has to go second. And dark comedies never do that. One I think of that I, I didn't really care for, but it's I think a pretty funny movie is Very Bad Things. Have you seen Very Bad Things? Oh, I remember that movie. It's Peter uh, Berg movie with John Favreau yeah, yeah. and Christian Slater. I Daniel think it's Stern. actually the movie I keep thinking about when I think dark comedy comedy because it is a very dark it's a very dark movie that just has a lot of funny things where all the death is fun. the, the right. deaths are all funny that's kind of where the joke and like the first death is where a prostitute actually gets killed by like having a stick put in her back by accident the back of her head by accident and like then the movie the, the comedy from that movie comes from the fact they cover up the murder and then the escalation of things they have to do to keep covering up the murder like that's where the comedy comes from mm-hmm. It's, but it's just like, as I say, the humor really just comes from the way people die. Like, people are killed in that movie in, in very haphazard and hilarious ways. <laughs> and it just keeps ramping that up all the way to the end. Like, all, like from the, it is never stops that relentless pursuit of, like, absurd, awful deaths of people. Right. To the ending, which is super uncomfortable. But true to itself, but very uncomfortable. And it never makes that choice. I think Death to Smoochie is kind of the same way in a much lower stakes kind of way because not as many people are killed. Right. Uh, where you can be like, it's just kind of dark all the way to the end. It never settles for the comedy or dark in either direction. It just keeps it going. And this show doesn't either. I mean, this show takes its premise all the way to the finale. Right. And it really, yeah. I don't, what are some other dark comedies you like? Can you think of any? I don't even know. I liked it. We should make like a huge recommendation list. Right. Because there's so many. Search through your DVDs. You can search for, I mean, well, I just Googled (laughs) it and there's a bunch on here that like, I don't agree with. Like, I don't think Fargo is a dark comedy. Oh, Fargo, the Coen Brothers movie? Yeah. It's dark and it's funny, but all Coen Brothers stuff is dark and funny. funny. Like, like Heather's to me is a dark comedy. Yeah. In Bruges. In Bruges. Yeah. I love In Bruges. I also wouldn't call that a dark comedy. Again, I would say it's a funny movie with some pretty, like, serious That just has, well, I mean, I guess when you say it's like contract killers, you know, like. Right. Contract killers on vacation. Pulp Fiction. I don't think Pulp Fiction's a dark comedy I wouldn't say that's a dark comedy either. It has, I mean, it has a really funny scene in it in which Uma Thurman gets stabbed in the chest with a hypodermic (laughs) needle. But I wouldn't, but the, 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 or I guess the stuff with Marvin in the backseat. Yeah. But it's still, I mean, maybe this is also part of the problem is it's a hard genre to be really funny in. And to define, like even for us to sit here and be like, I mean, Death to Smoochie, Very Bad Things, Heathers. I mean, American, they're saying American Beauty and Fight Club. I mean, like. I don't know. I don't, again, I don't think so. I don't remember laughing in Fight Club. I guess well, when, I do. in like a couple of her lines. Well, and there's some funny fights. Like there's that montage of fights where like they have to go out and fight, pick a fight and lose. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the guy tries yeah, to pick the fight with a priest. Them. Right. I mean, that's funny. You know what I mean? But it's not. 
it's not a comedy. It's right. A, it, it has some funny moments in it. It's not, I mean, and Harold and Maude. Have you ever seen Harold and Maude? No. Harold and Maude is, is only a dark comedy in the sense that, that Harold has a very dark sense of humor and does, like it's a, but it's, it does some, like he f- stages his own suicide, like fake suicide several times. Yeah, yeah. It's how he gets his parents' attention. But I, mean, it I is, definitely wouldn't say Shaun of the Dead is no, a dark comedy. No, not at all. It's just, see, that's the problem. I think when people hear dark comedy, they just think it's a comedy in which people are killed. Right. And it's a, no, Shaun of the Dead is a comedy, like straight up it's also yeah. a really good horror movie because it takes itself the right level of seriously but like again, yeah i just think more coen brothers movies oh uh, world's you know? greatest dad's pretty good yeah bobcat goldthwaite makes a lot of great i guess he does kind of live in that dark i saw him realm. do stand up when he just gotten divorced oh my gosh uh, that must have God, been something he was to see. brilliant he's great and his voice is like his voice is pretty much that voice except it's, yes he like even heightens it more for movies yes you know? he just ramps that up yeah, yeah he has a that is kind of his voice does crack and move he can but i've heard him on podcasts and you're like oh you can you can control it you can if pull you that back to. a little bit yeah. yeah you just know that when you get on stage like that's what people that's what want. we but want like, inglorious bastards isn't a dark comedy i think every coen brothers movie is on here Raising yeah Ears but coen, the coens do I mean, think yeah it's just now gross point blank oh there's death's smooch oh there see now and that is a dark comedy i would absolutely agree with that the and War of the Roses, I mentioned yeah. before. I mean, it is just like Cable Guy, I guess. Yeah, you could Cable say. Guy, yeah. I would say, is a dark comedy. Hot Fuzz, I loved, but I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't comedy. say that's a dark again. But people are, and actually, people don't really, I guess, people do die. No, because they kill the they kill a bunch of people in that movie. Actually, I was about to say nobody dies. He, um, yeah, like, so Evil Dead, I mean, yeah, kinda. I just feel like dark comedies aren't, it's not about killing, you know, it's about right. showing people that like have are pursuing, you know, their their pursuits are bad. Yeah. You know, like like I, I'm 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 actually trying to get something that most people wouldn't want. Mm-hmm. Right? Kit wants attention through murder, right? Like that's Well he wants but he wants attention. I mean that's what yeah. he wants. And he chooses murder to murder get it. Murder to get yeah. it. He would have like if he had been a successful actor, he wouldn't be killing no, people. Totally, yeah. Because he would be getting the attention. So it is his his want, like I think what you said is very astute, this this idea of we see ourselves in it. His desire is very simple. Mm-hmm. He wants attention. He wants to be on the front page of the New York Times, but really he wants attention and he wants his mother's approval. These are all things we want. His route is absurd. Like the route that he takes is absolutely right. insane. But- the original cast is produced and edited by me, Patrick Flynn. If you like the original cast, be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It's the easiest way to make sure other people find the show. The original cast is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at OriginalCastPod. You can follow me, Patrick Flynn, on Twitter at UnknownPenguin. My thanks to Doug Wilder for coming down and talking to me. I'm Patrick Flynn, and I can't. I have rehearsal. <laughs>